All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of WrestleFania. Fania? Um, we're here to talk about Raw and SmackDown from last week, which is March 20th and March 24th. Uh, we start out with Raw in St. Louis with me. Talk about all this. My co-host, Mad Pig. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing just great, Dirty Freshman. Thanks for having me today. Well, I could be more excited to – what's better than Raw in my hometown of St. Louis with a crowd that was absolutely bumping like it was a Nelly concert? <laughs> well, I, I, it seems like everyone but Logan Paul and his friends had fun. Uh, I, I didn't know if you, were, if you had to be held back after uh, Logan Paul down, down in your town. Uh, oh, we'll get to that. He uh, – <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he definitely got some heat from the St. Louis crowd. Um, yeah, I, I thought the, the crowd came up, was ready to go from the get-go, and it's not hard when we start out with KO and Sammy coming out, uh, and, uh, just pretty much the job was for KO to, uh, just build some bridges and patch everything up so we can get to WrestleMania, um, WWE at this point prior to this raw really had a lot of storylines that they needed to tie up. It felt like there's, and there still remains some loose ends, but felt like going into this, there was a lot of loose ends that I, I was kind of worried that they wouldn't be able to, uh, to bring the ship into the Harbor on a few, but uh, they made some really good choices this episode. I thought it was excellent. Um, we start out with this KO and Sammy, and of course, Usos come out, and we get an official KO and Sammy versus the Usos at WrestleMania. How excited are you? This is uh, preliminarily one of my uh, one of my most anticipated matches. Uh, I think these two are going to just tear each other apart in the best way possible. Uh, to back up a little bit, as you were saying about kind of the storyline tie now, I do think that. This was kind of thrown together pretty quickly. Like, I hate you, I'm not working with you. I hate you, I'm not working with you. I hate you, I'm not working with you. All right, let's do it. But uh, if anybody can pull that off, it's mashing these two together. Um, I didn't realize until they came until they came out back to back. Both of these guys have badass entrances and sweet songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, never really put that together. Man, when, I, when I first got, got back into WWE about a year ago, KO was doing this whole, like, uh, Zeke thing and kind of calling him a liar. Well, I always thought he was decent in the ring. He kind of got on my nerves. And was, I was over him, but man, I, I, I'm completely changing my tune on Kevin Owens. Exciting to watch. Love a big guy that can move. He inspires me. I'm all here for it. It is wild to think about that one year ago from now, um, we had Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> in, a, in a Mickey Mouse match. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was amazing. It's <laughs> still you one know, of my favorite matches of last year. Absolutely. But when I got – when I if I were Sami, when I were pitched the idea, I would not have been happy. But he made the best of it, and I think that match has propelled him into the – into the year that he's had, which, as I'm sure we'll get to later, uh, I, I believe Kevin Owens calls him the MVP. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. So uh, 
this match to me, the Usos versus KO and Sammy, uh, it can, I mean, it's a main eventer on night one, right? I'm not sure if you're asking me or if you're telling me. I don't know the lineup. Or if you're asking me if, if, it, if that's my opinion, then absolutely, yes. I mean, th- this is a title match between – with anybody – with whom anybody with eyes would say is the hardest guy in WWE right now. Yeah, I, I mean – yeah, and, and for the record, I was asking um, – <laughs> Because nothing's beneficial. Uh, in fact, the rumor out this weekend is that uh, it's actually going to be uh, Rhea and Charlotte headlining night one, which is a mistake, in my opinion. But <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that. Um, I, I think this is absolutely the the headliner of night one, and. You know, I certainly don't want to step on our uh, WrestleMania um, preview that we're going to do later this week. Shout out to our one follower um, <laughs> on Spotify. We'd love you. It might be one of us. We don't really know. But just know, <laughs> we really appreciate that follow. Um, but I, I think that... Um, I, I think that... Chris, what the hell was I saying? I've totally forgot. <laughs> Uh, that we're excited that uh, this should be the, the main eventer for night one. And, with, and you were about to say oh, your, your thoughts yes, about uh, getting too far into the prediction. Okay. I'm smart enough to write down my fuck-ups now. All right. Just leave him in. Our, our, I, don't th- I, don't, I don't think our one follower will, will be disappointed. <laughs> I can't live with it. I think that – I think Ko and Sammy are going to win the whole damn thing. And it's going to create a lot of drama going into the next day. A lot of a, a lot of stuff for us to talk about going into Sunday. And so, I, I mean, easily, this is the match people are tuning in for. Um, and has the most implication for what's to come uh, with all these teases about the bloodline breaking off piece by piece. And the reason I'm okay with kind of spoiling my own pick later in the week is because I need to talk about how that ties into Jay Uso's facial expressions during this whole thing where they come out, they accept the challenge of KO and Sammy, a brawl ensues. Jimmy has to save Jay from the Haluva kick. There's some talking going back and forth, and Sakeo and Sammy say to Jay, you know that this isn't working. You know this isn't going to work. And the, the, the look on his face is embarrassment. I, I don't even know. Like, putting on a world-class acting performance here, but like, <laughs> he has this doubt in his mind about his family, and also, he's like, he can't look at Sammy and Kale. He, he turns his head and looks away when they're saying this stuff to him. Like, he can't face the truth. Um, and it's, it's just incredible. And I think that, uh, to me, his body language is suggesting that the Usos are going to lose. And there's going to be a complete schism in the, the bloodline. 
That is as good as any theory that I've heard. And during your explanation, I changed my mind about four or five times. I don't know what the heck to say, Tony. Uh, I think that makes perfect sense. I just struggle with take the Roman is not, I keep beating this drum and I'm sorry, but he's not losing before a thousand. So if he doesn't lose before a thousand, do the Usos lose now and, and not hold anything between now and May? Um, once they hit a thousand, I, I guess you could get a good build where the Usos drop. The Usos drop the title, but then it's weird because like Sammy and Kale haven't like tackled the bloodline; they've just beat the Usos. Um, but I think be, taking the titles from the Usos can lead to Roman kind of treating them like jerks over the coming weeks and months. Uh, which could lead to a Jay versus Roman SummerSlam. That's when uh, that's when Roman loses his titles, and I, I could get behind that if you extrapolate that far for sure. Dude, that sounds amazing. That's <laughs> <laughs> all for it. Well, we'll we'll have uh, maybe we'll have a clearer picture of what we're looking into after Raw and SmackDown this week, and then we do our preview uh, for sure. uh, next weekend. Next weekend, holy cow, WrestleMania. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, I try not to get too far into the predictions, but it's just too damn fun to speculate. I know. Hey, hey if we're not speculating, we're not getting paid, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those can be true. Wait, wait, you're getting paid? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later. Maybe. Um, follow, following this, um, oh, uh, we do see, prior to uh, Theory and Ford, we do see... Uh, Roman Reigns and Solo show up with Heyman. Uh, so they are in the building. Uh, what follows is Theory versus Montez Ford uh, in a great match. Um, wow. These are just two fantastic performers, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll scream it from the, from the top of every mountain. Montez Ford will be champion one day. And Theory is a, is a damn good United States champion right now. Uh, I love when he uh, got a little sauce and, and, and hit Montez with the you can't see me, uh, you know, leading, oh, yeah. kind of, kind of uh, alluding to the WrestleMania match and uh, with Cena. Uh, this mm. was just great. Do you think Montez knew the dudes, or I can't remember if they were guys, that he like set on match with? Uh, when, uh, no, I didn't, th- I didn't think so. Yeah, I, I thought there was just regular fans, but I guess they could have been plants, but I thought they were real. I was sitting there wondering, like, would the coolness of that uh, interaction be worth having Montez Ford sweat all over you for the rest of the night? And I think it's an easy yes, it would be. <laughs> oh, that's no, I, I would, I, if he bottled his sweat and sold it as cologne in the mer- uh, merchandise store, I would buy it because, I mean, True. From a guy who just got a high five from Riddle, I can say that I'm still excited about it, and that was probably back in October. So, yeah. Okay. Easy question. Yep. <laughs> I bet Montez. I bet Montez's sweat smells like uh, Gucci cologne or Tom Ford cologne. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, uh, the extra, the extra good one that hadn't come out. Yeah, of course. Uh, Theory wins the match. Um, oh, I, I actually. It's funny you mention Montez being a champion one day because one of the only things, only notes I wrote, I wrote down about this match after Theory wins um, is I was thinking about 
five years from now, who do I expect to be headlining WrestleMania? And maybe it's not five, maybe it's three, but you know, some years from now, after we can really get away from these storylines that we're in right now, mm-hmm. I could absolutely see these two headlining WrestleMania and one of them holding the belt. I mean, they're that good. They are easy main eventers. And it's funny, every time Theory's music hits, I like am annoyed and do an eye roll like, oh, fuck, not this guy. And and yet he puts on banger after banger every week. Every t- every time Theory's in a match, it is fucking fantastic. Uh, and that's all. Obviously, that's true of Montez Ford, but he's a baby face. You cheer for him when his music hits. Theory is just such a prick, but he's so damn good. You are absolutely right. <clears throat> I thought that you were just going to uh, give Mon- Montez some more flowers, and I was I was pre getting mad at you saying, "No, no, no! It's it's going to be Theory versus Montez in a couple of years." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you got that. I have no dissension with that. Mm. Um, well, we go from two of the best to one of the good ones and Omas uh, Ali versus Omas <laughs> in a complete squash match where Omas just two-hand choke slams Ali, who deserves better, by the way. I, uh, Ali is uh, actually a good performer. Uh, <laughs> he's just getting jobs lately. Um, the only thing I had to say about this is maybe uh, maybe are Zig- is Ziggler and Ali going to get a match at WrestleMania? They keep teasing stuff, but uh, I, I'm certainly not interested enough in – their storyline to care, but I, I, I tried to cre- I, I tried to create a Ali versus Dolph Ziggler uh, WrestleMania match on the new 2K, and my system caught on fire. It would let- <laughs> there is no way those two get a WrestleMania match. <laughs> you got like a printer error, <laughs> load error. Um, d- yeah, uh, I don't know, and I just. I guess we. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I guess we we have to talk about. Yeah, I to wrap that up. Ali and Ziggler. Uh, I, I like Ali a lot. Ziggler, I understand, is a veteran, but um, there's just nothing there. Don't put that on WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I like Ali in the ring. I think he's, you know, just as good as anybody out there. But his new like sarcastically positive attitude stick uh, just is annoying, which I'm sure is the point, but like not in a good way, you know, not in a good Austin theory, annoying type of way. Yeah. I, uh, and similarly that runs parallel to the Ali and Ziggler feud, the Omas Lesnar feud. I, I don't have a lot of anything to say either. It's just literally let's put the two, the two monsters up against each other, the two beasts, if you will, up against each other. And it'll be a WrestleMania spectacle, apparently, without any storyline at all. Um, I just, yeah, not very, I, I don't know. I'm just not a big Omos fan, I guess. And, and I'm very lukewarm about Lesnar lately. So The screams, Vince McMahon. He loves just bashing two giants against each other. It'll be quick, less than seven minutes, I bet. Couple F fives. There you go. He did it. It's a freak show. On to the next one, please. I mean, Omas can't go more than five minutes. 
I don't know. Well, that's enough on that, I guess. Um, we follow this up with Impulsive TV with Logan Paul, um, which I guess I, I sound like a Debbie Downer cynic here, uh, but there's too many TV spots. Everyone's got a TV show. <laughs> Ever since Bailey got one, I've been really upset about this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's too many TV spots. However, Logan Paul is entertaining as hell. And also, a fucking prick. Man, he, <laughs> you, you want to get under the St. Louis people's skin. Yeah, you bring up the Rams. <laughs> easy, easy money. Uh, speaking of easy money, thank you for the $790 million, Stan Kroenke, uh, for uh, <laughs> not negotiating a contract in good faith, asshole. Um, but, yeah, he absolutely had a great heel promo. Uh, where bring up the Rams, you're going to get the crowd against you. And then he had a great um, analogy to Steph and Seth Curry, which I liked. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, yeah. And then I, I thought this was really clever storytelling. They had his mic cutting in and out. And then it goes back to uh, Rollins in the back, fucking with the audio. And we get a little fight. We get a little security coming out. We get a cheap shot from Logan Paul, the right hand. Striking again. The one and lucky punch. We got some good heat going into WrestleMania on this feud. This has been great. I'm going to repeat this. I will not, I will, I, I will not pre, preemptively uh, judge Logan Paul. I will not preemptively judge Logan Paul. I will not preemptively judge Logan Paul. This man puts <laughs> on a banger every time he steps in the ring and every time I'm like, uh, celebrity wrestler. No, I'm excited. Let it be known. This is this is probably the match I'm the most excited for, if not the uh, the tag team titles match. Well, yeah, I I have full trust in these two performers. Um, man, I, I I just I can't wait. I can't wait what to see here. Um, and how, how much better is Logan Paul as a heel too? Like this is this should have been oh, from the start. Great move. Way better, and and also. Rollins is a baby face. He's a complete baby face. The crowd is behind him, whether he's heel or not. Um, it, he is so much better just having the crowd cheer for him because uh, they're going to do it anyway. And so this is just masterclass storytelling coming up to WrestleMania here. Um, yeah, the Triple H and crew has just done a fantastic job with this. But give credit to Rollins and Logan Paul as as do because um, – They've, they've really sold us on this. So this is going to sound negative, but it's really not because Rollins is one of my favorite guys on the roster. He's in the top three. Um, I don't understand how they pulled off his turn. All he did was start waving his hands and conducting music. Boom, baby face. Like, good for them. But, like, he still is, like, kind of sneaky and slimy and doing his laugh and manipulative and, you know, the visionary, the revolutionary. He just started directing. He became a choir director. And it worked. Yeah. I mean, I, I possibly uh, that might speak to how how natural Logan Paul is as a heel. And, and it made it so easy for everyone hated Logan so much that it was so easy to flip Rollins. Like Rollins was uh, is kind of the, the cool kid in the class for the fans. Like everyone's rooting for him. 
he dresses the coolest, the coolest, although the red boots was definitely a choice. Uh, I did look up how much those were, by the way, $300. They look comfy oh, as shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just a cool kid in the class. And you know what? We got a new bully who just moved into town and he stepped up and we just got behind him. It was that quick. Pretty Great incredible. Analogy. Yeah. Uh, we follow this up with another prick. Uh, Dominic Mysterio <laughs> versus versus uh, the kid who gets picked on, Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the prick is the guy who signed Gargano's contract. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I tell you what. When Gargano first came in, he was kind of annoying to me uh, as someone who hasn't seen his NXT stuff. And uh, but I'll be damned, he's a hell of a performer. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the superhero tights and all that, but um, uh, he is a hell of a performer. He he's just one of those guys that he's really good at getting his ass kicked, and he gets some really crazy spots like uh, elimination chamber where he had the. Uh, the hurricane run off the top. Um, he had a great uh, suicide dive in this match. Like Johnny Gargano could fucking wrestle. Maybe I need to give him another chance. Uh, I've, I think I've just been pouting and complaining uh, of his microphone work and general disposition and, and character that maybe I, I was too quick to judge. Yeah, give him another chance. He he uh, he puts his body on the line every match. Um, well, we had. Dom would take this match, uh, although it was a, it was a well-fought one. Uh, we had Dom take this match. He, I feel like Dom has, has an edge, to, a little bit more of an edge to him lately. Um, my girlfriend cannot stand Dominic. And although I keep telling her that's his job, uh, and I think that speaks to how good of a job that Dom has done at being this ungrateful son and a, just a prick of a human being um, he, that he gets the casual fan. That is my girlfriend to audibly ugh whenever he comes on screen anytime. And you gotta love it. <laughs> yeah. Tony, my wife similarly will talk to the TV, like talk back at him, like Dom, like she's mad at him. And I, I, I just, uh, I guess I'm negative two in a row here. I don't, I don't like Dom, but I, I like this whole prison thing. This is funny. I still don't think this that he's hope. like gray in the ring or anything like that. But, but the Judgment Day shtick, uh, I've, I've kind of turned around on it, and uh, it, it, it's working. Um, and and it's funny. But but yeah, it's it's he, he's drawing real real emotion from from the crowd. And I'm sure that's exactly what they want. It is old-fashioned wrestling. It, it is father versus son. It is angsty teenager who's trying to get out from under the shadow of his father. It is yeah, casual fans booing him after just... Uh, it, it is a really great storyline that took a little bit to get going. They really hit... There was a lot of lulls and is a little too drawn out, uh, but man, how great did it feel when Ray finally snapped 
and uh, and and hit him <laughs> later but, on, buddy. I, my my butt came off the couch and my feet weren't on the ground. I was in the air. I was so excited. Uh, and then sh- shortly after with the Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. But uh, dude, I was so excited for the for the build up. Uh, was just terrified they were gonna do this during uh, during the race ceremony. Uh, you know, I guess there's still a chance they could they could do something, but at least it won't be a match announcement that's massively yeah. overshadowing his uh, his situation. But uh, going back to the to the casual fan interest, uh, we had a, a one week old newborn. Uh, when SmackDown came on, I stayed downstairs. Wife went up to uh, to nurse and, and get the baby ready for bed, and she made sure to text me and say, "Tell me what happens with Ray and Dom." <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah we'll we'll get more into the dom and ray storyline obviously I, a little smackdown spoiler there sorry uh but uh we'll get more into that later but it, it, it's absolutely a great another great storyline going into wrestlemania here that i can't wait to see the resolution of it's gonna be a great match you're absolutely right um yeah. and I, I guess we can carry this from uh into the discussion later but I'm very curious if it'll be Ray's last. We'll leave it there. Yeah. I think that's the last piece to the puzzle, but we'll get into that. Uh, next up, we had Rhea Ripley uh, going up against Bailey after a uh, uh, promo was interrupted. Um, this was a slow match uh, that wasn't up to par with a lot of Rhea's other matches, I felt like. Um, obviously, uh, Trish and Lita and Becky, their stable comes out to, uh, limit damage control against, um, to limit damage control against Rhea, which led me to realize something interesting about this match. Uh, Rhea was the baby face in this match as Bailey is the obvious heel. Um, and so they actually aligned Rhea with uh, Lynch, Trish, and, and Lita. And I thought that was really interesting given how much Rhea is supposed to be a heel with the Judgment Day um, and, and going into WrestleMania, which makes me think, oh, we're going to get a shift. Probably Rhea's going to get that title next weekend. Yeah, I think that there's – I feel very confident that Rhea comes back with the championship uh, after, after WrestleMania. Charlotte's lost 14. What's what's a 15th, you know? I mean, she's so good at her job. You can just plug her in, give it to her, and take it back away from her. And it seems legitimate and, and real every time. Um, I just – I know that what happens in the ring will be fantastic with – all of these players involved here, but like, just I don't care about the the story or kind of the out of the ring anything uh, with with this old uh, Becky Lynch and uh, the the title match. Yeah, you know, I think that first and foremost, the reason you and I both feel the same way is is that you know they handed Charlotte the the title when she came back there was no build up to it at all they just handed it to her and um you know her promos haven't worked charlotte which i'll get into 
later, but her promos have really not worked. They tried to cast her as a baby face and it's clearly not working. And I think we all know Charlotte's a terrific heel. Um, and uh, Charlotte has all the talent in the world. If you don't believe that, go back and watch her and Becky's feud um, on Peacock. They have a great rival series and you can go through and watch the different matches and go back and watch Charlotte five, you know, heck. I mean, she had a great match last year at WrestleMania um, with some eye popping results. Um, <laughs> but go back and watch her when she, you know, just from three, four years ago, she is a fantastic performer. Unbelievable, really. Um, and I, I think, I certainly hope that she'll, after not getting over with the crowd, I hope she brings everything she, she's got to WrestleMania for this match. And I believe she will. But I think that if we have Rhea turning babyface and aligning herself with a popcorn-eating Becky Lynch, then maybe this sets up Becky versus Charlotte again with Charlotte turning heel. Becky, obviously, as a babyface. And we reignite that rivalry going into uh, the next season of wrestling. Yes, certainly not something that I had thought of, but that is an interesting one. I just thought that since I am presupposing that Rhea wins the title, I didn't think that that would break up Judgment Day. If anything, I thought it would bolster Judgment Day and their credibility. Uh, and, and they seem to be so... I don't, I'm not sure if they're popular, but they sure are featured a lot, which makes me presume that they're popular. I, I just don't see them pulling that apart right now. So I don't think I well, agree with you on the, on the, on the, on the turn for, uh, for Rhea. Well, it's, uh, Judgment Day, if, if I'm looking ahead to WrestleMania, Judgment Day has Dom, Rhea, and Finn Balor in a match with Edge, uh, in a Hell in a Cell, going into WrestleMania. And off the top of my head, off the cuff here, I have all three winning. And man, a Judgment Day is going to have a, a head of steam coming out of WrestleMania, if that's the case, uh, which is pretty amazing, given that this faction is as old as we've been watching wrestling, you and I. <laughs> Uh, and on life support for many months. Crazy. Uh, and, and it's really, it's actually just now starting to get really good. Uh, the Judgment Day. I guess it has been for a few months now. Kind of ever since the Dom and Ray, uh, ever since the Dom edition, it's, it's gotten a lot better. I guess maybe we should give Dom credit for that. But um, yeah, really interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll talk about uh, Charlotte a little bit more later. Um, we followed up this Rhea match with the match of the night. I don't think you'll find that controversial at all. Tag Gable with Otis fresh out of the spa by his side versus Ricochet. What a fantastic match this was. Two great performers. Wow. 
I, my only complaint is that we don't get this more and that uh, these guys aren't receiving their proper flowers. Uh, you are right. Match of the night easily. And this whole OTs thing has got me rolling every time they talk about. Uh, and they're so funny that they've got me even now laughing at the maximum male models. I love the absurd injuries that they keep coming up with. <laughs> I can't. Like he uh, strained fingernails or he got his picture taken too many times. It's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see what they do with Otis at WrestleMania. If they don't have him on a runway in high heels <laughs> or something. <laughs> I, I mean, they need to have something. Uh, they could really have a nice bit out of this. Yeah, um, and out, I hope they do. Watch out, Kardashians, because Otis is coming to L.A. <laughs> um, wow. And Gable had a hell of a match here. Uh, I I understand his size is a maybe a limiting factor. Um, it certainly is, and Ricochet is also in that boat. Uh, man, these are two just great performers, and they had great chemistry. I don't think I don't remember them ever wrestling together, and they had great chemistry other than a tag team match. Yeah, um, uh, I, I couldn't think of one either. But you're you're exactly right. Gable's been getting a little bit more singles competition, which is. Nice to see. Yeah, uh, I think it helps when Elias uh, and uh, uh, Mustafa Ali step in to take the weekly beatdowns to allow him <laughs> to actually to allow him to actually do something. And I, mean, I think this is uh, definitely the right move there. Yeah. Um, moving on, we had an interesting matchup next. Uh, this was teased earlier in the show uh, with Chelsea Green uh, adding Piper Niven. As her, uh, as her partner, to take on the WrestleMania Raw Women's Championship match as a tag team, Asuka and Bianca. Um, I was really confused at first when they when they announced this, and that it it really shows that this Asuka Bianca storyline just hasn't been working. At least that's how I feel. I don't know if they've written the final chapter yet. I, I, seems, I it, seems very, it seems very disjunctive and just kind of, I hate to say it because, and this is not about the fact that they're women wrestlers. The women wrestler, the women wrestlers are, you know, just as good and put on just as entertaining matches, if not more entertaining than the men. But they have completely, I would, I would say they dropped, I was going to say they dropped the ball or like the women's storytelling for WrestleMania, but that would imply that they even picked it up to begin with. I think they just forgot to do their assignment and were like, oh crap, we have a women's division. The women's division has some of the most talent as anybody on the roster. Um, you know, and yet we have these feuds going in with Bianca Asuka, Charlotte, and Rhea. Both titles, the storylines are not great. They're horrible. Uh, there's no layers to it. They were kind of scrapped together, it feels like. And uh, I think that absolutely is on the shoulders of uh, the creative team at WWE. They just I, – I, everyone wants to get behind Asuka, but I just 
I don't know what I don't know what she is other than a killer clown who spits blue. Like yeah, I mean, it's it's just it is what it is. But there are limitations on your ability to connect and tell a story with a language barrier. Um, I think they've got to stick her with a manager. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I think that what they need to do is uh, they need to, if, if she's crazy, maybe go like, you know, I, if her character has like this wild side to it, why don't we get some promos kind of like Bray Wyatt? Not that I enjoy his storyline at all. I don't, but why don't we like, why don't we get some promos for her to kind of like show this wilder side and, and maybe make Bianca scared of her a little bit or something like we just need something to drive these two apart more. And, and I think that, yeah, obviously the language barrier is an issue. So maybe we can get her um, some skits or something that would allow her to just, just show, you know, with, with just her body language, how, how crazy she is. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, for a for a side tangent here, um, I I feel like I haven't been super in the loop. Just again, just had a kid. Is Bray Wyatt wrestling wrestling in WrestleMania, or is it is the answer no, or is the answer we don't know? And like we're gonna find out this week probably. Uh, who's he been feuding with? I forget. Bobby Lashley, which uh, <laughs> this this sparked this sparked this sparked this comment when you. Said Bray Wyatt's, you know, weird promos. I've hated everything Bray Wyatt has done since he's been since he's been back, except for his match, which was awesome. But finally, his match and two his pull up your pants and do the muscle man dance. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. I think it's so funny. <laughs> I, I mean. I know you said you liked the match. Are we talking about the pitch black Mountain Dew? Yes. It looked cool, but it wasn't a great match. <laughs> True. I mean, like, we had six months of build-up to that. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk to you. That's a long time <laughs> to basically have this gimmick match, which looked fucking incredible i'm not taking anything away from the set design it was awesome yeah whatever but, I, whatever i imagine when i close my eyes about pitch black they exceeded it in every respect man, except in ring performance <laughs> when was when was that match was that at rumble yep so two months ago three mm-hmm. um Uh, yes, to answer your question, I, I, he he probably does get a match at WrestleMania, um, and I I've heard this hype of this guy since before he came in. Everyone keeps talking about it. I have not seen it. I'm sorry. This is it is so drawn out. He is the when he comes on screen. I usually walk to the kitchen to get another beer. Like he's that guy. <laughs> But or I he, leave the bathroom door open as I take a pee and listen to the television. <laughs> like, he's, he he's the pisser. <laughs> <laughs> has he... Uh, he's the drum solo, damn. Um, he hasn't been... If I'm not mistaken, he hasn't even been featured on this past week or the prior nope. week, has he? 
Yeah, and there was not... there was speculation that he was injured, and whether that's mental, physical, or even at all is you know of, of course in the air. But I mean, to me, it doesn't. They were they were promoting the match heavy, and then just radio silence. I think Bray may have got mad or got hurt. I don't know. Well, I think you're right, though. I, I completely forgot about that feud, but I don't know. Maybe, well, we'll find out this week. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, anything else to say about Asuka and Bianca, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven? Asuka and Bianca, by the way, won the match. Um, and Asuka gave Bianca a little bit of a beatdown after, um, implying that, I don't know, she is a bad guy. That girl. Um, but I, I will say this. I think that Chelsea Green, uh, I think she has a lot of potential. Her storyline with um, never remembering who Adam Pierce is cracks me up. <laughs> and Piper Niven always puts on a good show. Always, uh, I'm glad when she, anytime she comes down the ring, I get a little excited. And when, one thing I forgot to bring up, and I can't remember if it was this match or if it was uh, another uh, another one from this episode. But was this the episode where, like, Adam Pierce, they show him watching the screen, and a couple people are about to impromptu get in a fight, and he he kind of, like, summons a referee without, like, going out to the crowd and says, go make it official? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, that was um, that was Rhea and Bailey. Okay, okay. Well, anyways, I just thought that was that was kind of neat there because sometimes it seems like so loosey goosey or laissez faire of like what what does it mean to become official or like how do you get that? But just to peel back the curtain and, and kind of show that there's like an eye in the sky, someone's actually watching it. Uh, I, I think it gave some legitimacy kind of to the to the whole like shtick of challenging somebody and making it official. And I, I thought that was neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, he kind of has this, uh, it's a meaningless job. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I like it. I like the angle it provides and it helps move along storylines. Um, and I especially like Chelsea Green. I, I like her character of just never remembering who he is. And then also, um, threatening to call his manager and all this stuff, just basic, <laughs> like, just, I don't know. It's I'm a Karen. It's a, basic, yeah, it's a Karen. There we go. Basic Karen <laughs> skills. It's, it's, yeah. It just cracks me up. And she's doing it, a great it, job with it. it. It is really funny. I've come along to her and, and, and crack up when she's on the TV now. Her and Carmella could be lightning in a bottle if they do it right. Because I really think they could be, Really great heels, yeah, heel tag team. And like, it's dumb, but I love Carmella's moonwalk. Like her ability to moonwalk gives her like six points on the ten point. Like, how good are you as a wrestler scale? Like, it's really cool to see her do that. Do that. Have you been practicing your moonwalk? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to with two left feet. Um, Have you tried them in Rollins' boots? <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, I, 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 I keep bringing them up, but dude, I, is there a way, a better way to watch WrestleMania than in those foam boots that he wore? <laughs> I, I kind of want to like 
trip out and walk around in those shoes. That would be fun. <laughs> if they would have been less than $100, I would have bought them. But unfortunately, <laughs> they're $300. Uh, moving on from this, we get the final uh, segment of the night, which is Cody and Roman in the ring uh, with Roman surrounded by Solo and Paul Heyman uh, in the ring talking uh, Cody tells uh, Heyman he's not talking to him. He's there to talk to Roman Reigns. And I thought this was an excellent promo. Obviously, you got Cody and two of the best guys on the mic to ever do it. I don't think that's controversial today. And you have Cody telling Roman that his tribe is leaving him. There's going to be nothing left for Roman to reign after WrestleMania. And Roman kind of bitches out and leaves. He, he takes his ball and goes home. Uh, only for Solo to Cody to get under Solo's skin and Cody teach him a lesson. And Roman has to hold Solo back, which irritates Solo. And, man, the bloodline, not in good shape at the end of this episode. Yeah, you're completely right. I didn't didn't get the whole point of of holding Solo back. Like, he's the enforcer. That's his job. And moreover... The two have uh, had a match the following week on SmackDown. Like, wouldn't you want him to beat him down for the solo Cody match, which is a beat down before the Cody Roman match? I don't know. I, I think, gotta... uh, sorry to interrupt you. I think that with, I think Roman knows that with the Usos being distracted by KO and Sammy. Solo is kind of the only buffer he has left between him and Cody. And he knows Cody can beat Solo right then and there, even in a suit. And if Solo goes down right there, he's got nothing between him and Cody for a week. And uh, obviously, that's a point that I didn't think of. yeah, I think, I think he knows. Um, and Obviously, uh, it's since been announced, and we'll talk about, I guess, that uh, Solo will be versing Cody on Raw this week, tomorrow night. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think that's kind of where he was coming from, is that he knows he's dangerous. And, and, I, and I think the, there's, there's evidence of that, too, when you see Roman leaving. He kind of walks off with his cool confidence that he normally does, but... Still facing the other way, and different camera angle cuts, and he is clearly has a look that something's on his mind, or that he's yeah. worried. Yeah, absolutely. Anything left to say about this raw episode? Just a great, uh, in my opinion, a, an overall great episode to to get us one more to to WrestleMania. And, uh, I'm hyped up, man. Hey, baby, you want to be on a podcast? Girlfriend just got home. <laughs> that didn't work for the record um well yeah yeah this was a great raw uh we obviously we have one more before wrestlemania tomorrow night 
they have really had some, despite some, you know, uh, I would say a minority of the storylines being a little underwhelming at the moment. uh, We got two fantastic episodes of wrestling this week. uh, And uh, hopefully they continue that this week right up into WrestleMania. Um, We will next be reviewing SmackDown from Friday night in Las Vegas. Uh, But Chris and I are going to take a little break and uh, freshen up our beers or whatever, uh, soda waters. And we'll uh, we'll get back here in a few minutes here. Sound good? Yep. Uh Uh-oh, I hear Arlo. (laughs) He's mad about how stupid uh, Charlotte Flair's promo was. (laughs) All right. Well, from from the beautiful metropolis of St. Louis, the superstars had to travel to Las Vegas. Who wants to be there um, for a li- for an episode of SmackDown? Uh, you think some of the wrestlers had the uh, the Vegas flu going into this? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking a, a certain few of them, particularly those uh, who may not have their WrestleMania dreams come true, took the opportunity to have a little bit of fun. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I would assume, uh, I don't know, where do you think the, where do you think the wrestlers stay in Vegas? Oh. Uh, Annie, what's the, uh, what's the best hotel in Vegas? The Omni? No. Aria? Aria, Cosmo is good too, yeah. Okay. Holiday Inn Express? <laughs> no, trick question. They party all night. They don't need a room. Oh, that's true. Um, I hope they come in full cost. They go in full costume <laughs> through the casino. Like the Judgment Day travels as a unit <laughs> to play like, craps. That would only be like the 700th weirdest thing uh, on the casino floor that night. If if Damian Priest walked up to a blackjack table and sat down next to me, I would be scared for my life. Absolutely, <laughs> that's, really, that's what I what does the book say on this? Should I hit or stay? Uh, that's a horrible impression of him. I, I like Damien Priest. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so we get a Las Vegas show, and they start out with the entertainment. Cody Rhodes versus Ludwig Kaiser in a singles match, getting to take on the WrestleMania headliner. How about this for Kaiser? I was pleasantly surprised to see this. Uh, you know, you don't just put anybody up here. I thought it was a nice push uh, for, for Ludwig and bolster the credibility of Imperium. And heck, he, he put on a great match. And despite anyone who knows anything about wrestling uh, having already assumed that Cody was literally in to Mania for a few brief moments, I thought Ludwig might have him. You know, I, I love Kaiser getting this spot because he, he, he totally showed that he can hold his own against the best in this match. I thought it was fantastic. Um, Also, man, there's some wrestlers that cash that paycheck and only wrestle once every three months. I'm looking at you, Bray Wyatt. And then there's, there's fucking Cody Rhodes who is wrestling every week, building up to WrestleMania just to get us enough repetition that we just feel like Cody's been back for a you know, way longer than Rumble. 
he has last week he wrestled LA Knight. He's just been wrestling these, you know, jobbers, but every match he puts his heart into and just shows the world why, why you should love him and why we all do. Like he just brings it every week and good for this guy getting that paycheck and giving the crowd what they want. This is amazing. Yeah, uh, I agree. But I think that a lot of that is uh, Cody created upon himself. I think when you turn Benedict Arnold, start a new company, come back, uh, you know, you got to mind your P's and Q's. But he's doing a good job. Doing a great job, yeah. Um, well, uh, Cody Rhodes, obviously, he wins the match despite distractions from Sola Sokoa and Paul Heyman. Uh, and this leads up to what we discussed in the – Raw review, uh, Cody versus Solo at Raw tomorrow night. Um, kind of as I expressed before, Solo is kind of the last buffer between Cody and Roman. And I obviously predict that R- Cody will beat Solo tomorrow night. And then there's nothing left to stand in the way of the two facing off. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be another layer added to it beyond that tomorrow night. But uh, I think this they've really done a good job building back up and getting Cody involved uh, leading up to this main event. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mostly agree with everything you said. I'm sorry for my eagerness. Um, the, only, <laughs> the, the only thing I would depart there is I think this, this, uh, this match Monday between Solo and Cody cannot win uh, or cannot end in either one winning because you can't have Cody lose going into Mania and Solo still isn't lost yet. And I don't want to give, I don't want to see him take his first loss and basically a nothing get ready for WrestleMania, a Malachi match. Um, so hopefully the Usos or someone will, will get a disqualification, but it can be abundantly clear that Cody was about to win, just not actually win. Yeah. Um, I think that you got, you know, obviously you could have uh, interference causing a disqualification, you know, and Cody wins the match, whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. He can't, you can't have him losing going in. Uh, we can see what kind of chicanery they can pull off. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow night, definitely. Uh, next up, we had Charlotte, uh, who I spoke about before, coming on for a promo talking about her legacy and her dad. And it is just really unfortunate how much this is not working. Um, so much so that she gets the what chant, which is just, just ruins so much stuff. Uh, and she can't be like Jey Uso and get himself out of it. You know, uh, the crowd's just not behind her. And I think they really need to reverse course. And I think that's um, having her turn heal again is the best course of action. If you have to say that your career is not built on nepotism, it's built on nepotism. Again, <laughs> I, well, first and foremost, I understand what you're saying completely. And you're, you're absolutely right. If you have to tell everyone you're the boss, if you're, you have to tell everyone you're great. You're not I'm, not, great. I'm not racist, but <laughs> yeah, but I will say, go back and watch Charlotte. She's immensely talented. It's not a result of nepotism. There's been plenty of second-generation wrestlers 
who oh, never made it. I, I completely agree, and I'm not downplaying her at all. Fully recognize how good she is in the ring. I just don't like this uh, out of the ring buildup. Is, is all uh, we're oh, I, I, on, on, on how good her, her past is and how good this match likely will be. Yeah. Um. So uh, really, I don't remember much about the promo, but other than that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll see. Hopefully they can pull something together for that and add a layer to it this week. I think that definitely needs to be on their to-do list this week is, Hey, let's, let's, let's get some, something behind one of these women's title matches going into WrestleMania. Cause right now we've got just two storylines just laying in the water that aren't doing anything. Um, however, what's that? <laughs> I think they retired that. <laughs> or or a judge did i'm not <laughs> um so <laughs> following this up though we get the moment of the night possibly moment of the week which we alluded to earlier first and foremost we have a match between ray mysterio and la knight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Uh, who they have not been handing a microphone enough to, by the way. Um, who needs to get better at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> who needs a match at WrestleMania, as they keep reminding us. LA Knight wins the match, uh, which I didn't even remember when I went back through it. He does win the match after Dom comes out. And, you know, we've been teased and teased over the past months with when will Ray snap? And they've done an excellent job of managing the storyline of documenting a American Hispanic family and, and their, the interactions and, and the, uh, the uniqueness of that dynamic and um ray being the gloat the greatest luchador of all time having this legacy and this his ungrateful son who maybe does have a point maybe dad was away i know he was we know he was but we also know dom was on the road with his with his dad a lot um he ray always had his family with him traveling so we've watched this storyline unfold and just wondered what can make ray this family man who has just such strong values, what's going to make him snap? And we finally got it when Dom dissed his mom, not his mommy, his mom at ringside and his sister. And wow, was there lightning running through my body whenever this happened? And the crowd did not disappoint. This was incredible. I didn't think they could bring the ship to harbor, and they totally did. Man, uh, this lived up to the hype. This was incredible. Oh, I can't wait. And you know it was a big moment because Wade Barrett and Michael Cole shut the hell up during it. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. Just, they, yeah. Just let, they just let Ray do the talking. Uh, and, you know, that, that scene unfold. It, it was great, man. And just to back up a little bit on the match, I was really glad to see L.A. not get the victory as you've noted, he's fan freaking tastic on the mic. Probably the best 
definitely the best WWE has to offer. And maybe, maybe, you know, pushing up there with the grace, lots of in-ring improvement to, to help him. But I, I saw, I don't believe I've saw him get a real win other than Jobbers when he first came out. Uh, so to see him get one, one W, even if it was off of a distraction, um, gives me hope that they'll give him a push following WrestleMania, which I'm very excited for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't not do that. Um, I've been saying, I've been basically doing an LA nine impression around the house. Anytime I have to say, yeah, <laughs> or I need someone's attention. Let me talk to you. It's just, I, it's, I don't, it's entered into my everyday vocabulary now. His like little point where he just points three times and goes, Hey, no, like, that's cool. And he always do his pointing and saying his name. Uh, everything about this guy is cool. He, he's dripping it. <laughs> it's falling off of him. Now, land a fucking spot in the ring. <laughs> you were talking about his uh, his 619 botch. Did you go back and watch it? <laughs> no, I'm going to, though. It I can't believe painful. I missed it. He, like, tripped and fell before he got to the road and was like, you know, quote, knocked out, had to, like, unknock himself out, get back on the road, and then get knocked out again. It was, it was really rough. I, uh, just so our listeners know, I had talked about a couple of weeks ago, I guess last week, when he jumped up on the two ropes in his match against Cody, he jumped up on the top rope from the canvas and was losing his balance and had to do a suplex. And I thought Cody was going to break his neck on that suplex and you could see him apologize mid match for how bad of a spot it was. Um, LA buddy, if you're listening, your, <laughs> your, your work on the mic is great. Just work on the wrestling and make sure your opponent's safe. That's all you got to do. <laughs> and make sure you hit, make sure you hit the ropes when it's time. <laughs> to channel my Corey Graves, LA Knight's not listening to you, you idiot. He's in the club in LA. <laughs> I, what do you, can we do a prediction? I think this, what are they going to do with him at WrestleMania? Obviously, they're going to do something. I think he comes out and beats up the Miz. It's the easiest way to interject him quickly. Miz is Mr. Hollywood, all about me. I'm the biggest oh. star. Not on LA's oh, that's easy. In LA's hometown. Wow, that is, uh, yep, that's the easiest, that's the path of least resistance, and I would definitely be excited to watch that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you can get a match, so maybe they can do that this week. Uh, he can get a match with Miz at WrestleMania. Um, I don't know if the host can wrestle. I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, uh, look, it's WWE, don't look, don't look into the logic. <laughs> the host can fly if we need him to. Going on from that, we have a women's tag team uh, in the tag team showcase to enter, or, well, to gain a ticket, punch a ticket to the women's four-way at WrestleMania. Uh, we have Shotzi and Natalia coming out in the taking care of business tank versus. <laughs> I wish I had one. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. that much. 
she presented the Shotzi presented the like firing button, which is just like a giant cartoon red and buttons and Italian to press. And Italian looked at her like, which one do you want me to press? Like, what do I do? <laughs> and her stupid little hat. Uh, like I couldn't be more Natalia. Natalia's hat? Yes. We call it a sour cap here. <laughs> That's great. She's got a little sour cap on. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> well, those two, the tank and the sour cap, they got the victory against Lacey Evans, who I think Lacey has been doing a fantastic job, actually. Uh, her heel work as the conservative uh, army or marine i forget um uh veteran uh and they paired her up with uh Zia Lee. is that i think that's how you pronounce it Zia Lee. Yep. um mm-hmm. uh who i think has potential we saw it a few times i didn't quite see it that much in this match uh it was it was fine um obviously yeah again Shotzi and natalia get the victory um, and then the, the big news. So obviously Shotzi, Natalia punched their ticket to the tag team, the four way tag team. And then Rousey, uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler come out and announced that they were just handed a ticket to it. So at the moment we have for the WrestleMania event, Liv and Raquel, Shotzi and Natalia, Ronda Rousey, and Shayna Baszler, and who do you think is going to round this out? I think you uh, answered that question at the end of the last podcast, or at the end of the Raw review. I think they've got to put Carmella and Chelsea Green together in here. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm thinking. Um, I can't really think of anyone else. It'd be nice to get Piper in there. Um but I, I don't see it happening. I think I think Carmella and Chelsea, their ability to tell a story and bring heat to the ring. Um, I think I think it's the best option story wise. And so yeah, I, I certainly expect uh, those two to to come in as well. Um, now this this four know, way this is um, this is just a match, right? It's not for anything. It is. I, yeah, no, it's just a four-way tag team match. I don't think it even has any implication for the title, but I might be wrong on that. Well, yeah, but, well, duh. Damage control's not participating. No, they don't have the titles. Oh, I, meant, I meant for number one contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, against Lita and uh, Lita and uh, Becky. Becky. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if it really has any meaning at all. Um, and I don't know... I don't think the the men's one does either, so they're both equal. Um, what's the who, who's in the men's one off, off the cuff here? Uh, we have I know, I know Alpha Academy because I jumped up and down when I saw it. Street Profits. Yes, again, jump up and down. Can't wait. Um, uh, producing here. Ricochet and Braun Strowman. Yeah. And. Is Priest in there? No, because no, because everybody else has a match already. I don't know. Maybe it hasn't been announced either. Are you looking it up right now? I'm trying to. Maybe it hasn't. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll, well, we'll come back. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, after this, we get a fantastic contract signing promo for the three-way match between Sheamus, McIntyre, and Gunther with McIntyre and Sheamus out first. Gunther enters. Gunther, sorry, enters and is pissed at Adam Pierce. I was scared for Adam. I Gunther is one of the best characters I have ever seen. He is everything he does is in character. I was a little it was so interesting that he was so pissed at Adam Pierce for booking this match, for being unable to find him a worthy opponent. For Gunther to last on Monday night, or uh, was it? No, it was last week. For Gunther to go into the ring mid-match and tell them to do better. <laughs> <laughs> to coach up his own opponents leading into WrestleMania. This man is unstoppable. And Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, it's good. And I... He is untouchable, and I, I hope he retains the title because of how good he is. Um, but I, I understand if, if they've got other plans for him. But I just think that he is just an incredible champion. And uh, them bringing up his, his countdown now, or not countdown, his, his days of being champion, it's just solidifying his legacy, um, which has just... The, he is the true banger after banger superstar of the WWE. He every single match, him and Cody are just neck and neck. And his crew and Kyrian, man, they bring it so hard too. Like there's no weakness oh. in, in this group. Any three of the members could hold gold, and it'd be completely legitimate. Absolutely, if you guys haven't got it going on. I would love for somehow everyone for the for maybe. Uh, Vinci and uh, to, to get the tag team belts and for um, uh, for Gunther to continue holding Intercontinental. I, as you alluded to, I, I do think that he, Gunther will have to drop the belt to chase the big, the big boy, the big dog. Wow. But I, don't th- I don't think he's the one. I don't think he's going after the big dog. He's not the one to bring down Roman. It just doesn't make sense. There's, there's nothing juicy there. He'll take down the guy who takes down Roman, I think. Mm. You know, Imperium also has one of the coolest entrances in the, in, in the sport. Uh, like, when they announce their music and they show up against that bright white light, these imposing figures, and they walk down in unison uh, in a military fashion. It's And then... Gunther wearing the red overcoat when it's when he's going to wrestle, just like Tiger Woods wearing Sunday red <laughs> when it's time to whoop some ass. It is just perfectly designed. It's so good. Uh, I cannot get enough of Gunther and Imperium on screen. He, uh, he, he got, they got my juices flowing so much that I'm over here Googling Communist Party applications. These guys... <laughs> These guys are 
straight up entertaining. <laughs> well, uh, he he ends up signing the contract despite being so displeased with Pierce, who I think shit his pants right then and there in the ring. Um, <laughs> and good old Butch <laughs> looking out for his boy uh, ambushes Gunther and makes the biggest mistake of his life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it goes on to have actually a great match with Gunther who just uh, uh, Butch held his own completely I don't want to take away from anything Butch just looks fantastic in the ring um, and uh, put on a good match with Gunther made it believable um, obviously he's not going to win that match but made it made it believable that it was competitive at least and um, Gunther just just showcases every week as as we've already exhausted this but just shows every week why he is one of the top dogs on the bill just incredible in a world where like literally being a karen and complaining is a good and funny and successful character and like that's the kind of way of the world gunther is in here screaming because he doesn't have a good enough match telling his opponents to do better like you said and keep me honest on, on this comment, but I'm pretty sure that after Butch pissed him off, he, like, screamed, like, ring the bell! Yeah. He is the ring general. <laughs> Just great. And B- Butch gives... Butch... I love Butch. He's great. He gives me big, like, I would eat the contract to invalidate it vibes. Like, that's how his brain works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was doing some reading before the show. Uh as one of us does, and uh, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> uh, and him and uh, Gunther and Butch used to have a rivalry over in uh, the UK version of WWE NXT. Oh, so they're actually very familiar with each other, which makes sense because their chemistry was really good. Heck yeah. Uh, Let's do it again. Yeah. Play the hits. Yeah. Speaking of playing the hits, Oh, we yeah, get the KO show. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about our other two like top five super top five favorite superstars who were in this match. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. if we mentioned their names. We probably should. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you got to say about Seamus or McIntyre? They're both freaking awesome. Love them. Gonna, I, uh, I hope this match perpetually runs and never ends. <laughs> you know, I had the fortune of having a hot dog with. Uh, with Seamus and his uh, his wife uh, a couple months ago here in Nashville. <laughs> I'm joking. He just walked into the same place I was at. Uh, dude, I, I don't know who's going to win this match, but I would be completely happy with uh, with any outcome in this match, which is really interesting um, how – I don't really care about the result, and I am so excited to see this triple threat match that I know is going to be, wait for it, a banger <laughs> at WrestleMania. I'm just going to steal your homework, man. I've, I can't articulate any better than that. This is a win-win-win. Can we talk about the KO show now? Uh, permission granted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. KO is joined by his friend Sammy Zayn, which he jokes uh, that uh, Sammy needed his, he, he wanted his own pop, so he gets to do his this separate entrance. It's the whole reason they did this. Uh, 
another TV show, KO show, which KO is pretty good at it though. Um, yeah, him and Sammy continue to just uh, pad their friendship stats and how much they like each other. I think we're all, uh, we've put the past few months of KO kind of being a little bitch behind us. And, uh, well, that's not true. I mean, Sammy did beat him up pretty bad <laughs> or allowed times. or enabled a beatdown. So, and, you know, maybe uh, could have come out when KO was vomiting on the canvas last week. Uh, <laughs> so I guess he's got some you know reason to be upset, but they're back together. We've forgotten all that for the most part. And he presents a terrific t-shirt to Sami Zayn, WrestleZania. I am so embarrassed. The whole build-up, I was like, what's this shirt going to say? I could not figure it out. Tell the truth. <laughs> did, you, did you know what it was going to say? No, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. I could, it, it seems so obvious. You're right. Like, <laughs> It's a great shirt, too. I would like, I wouldn't know if it wouldn't have been black. It's great. <laughs> um, and then we get the, the Usos come out and uh, and attack them and uh, yeah uh, we're just we're built up for for this uh, tag team match at Wrestlemania and I agree with you I might be most excited for for this match um, almost I think as much as Cody and uh, Cody and Roman. Yeah, I, I, I need to sit down and get a long hard thought to my like official excitement excitement level. But uh, like this and uh, probably the the Rollins match and and the, the tag team champion. Yeah, one A, one B, one C in some order. Well, that wraps up this week in wrestling uh, here with WrestleFania, and I think that. I, you know, we're on the eve of WrestleMania. We have two shows this week uh, to smooth things out. And obviously, you can't do too much on SmackDown Friday night. Um, but, you know, what, um, what are you going to be looking for this week leading up to WrestleMania? Uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing Ray address the crowd, which I assume that he'll do um, with respect to his match versus his son. I'd love to see that emotion. You know, Ray, the family man, it's going to be weighing on him deeply uh, to have to to fight. Uh, to use his words, a punk, his punk ass kid. Um, <laughs> but also, I'm looking forward to Ray personally. Uh, I'm really looking forward to his Hall of Fame induction, uh, for him to get his flowers that he deserved. He's a consummate professional, a seemingly really good guy, a real family man. And uh, as a new father myself, I, I'm just so excited for him that he gets to wrestle his son at WrestleMania. Like, that, that meant less to me last week before I had a kid. And now just thinking about it, like I'm almost tearing up excited for it. Like how cool of a moment. It's incredible. Uh, I can't imagine. And I don't know. Do you think that's going to be a retirement match for Ray? I mean, that's always been the rumor, but maybe that's just us fans 
assuming that Ray wants to retire, which I don't know if that's necessarily the case. He's still wrestling at a very elite level, but it does seem poetic um, that that it would be a, certainly a good opportunity for that. But uh, as of so far, we, we have not seen any indication of that. Yeah, and I think Ray's one of those guys that can do it probably until he was 60 and, and do it at a high level and probably, you know, scale back a little bit. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm just kind of painting this picture myself just from him being a little older and uh, it being so poetic with, with the final ending. Um, but, yeah, I, I certainly don't have any, like, I haven't heard any real or substantiated rumors there. Yeah. Um, you know, you brought yeah. up the Hall of Fame, and that, that reminds me of something else. Uh, I just got to – we just got a few more minutes here and I, uh, they did announce that uh, another hall of fame entry is going to be Andy Kaufman. Uh, for those who don't know, when we think of today's modern wrestling, where we have a Logan Paul, um, these UFC fighters and the wrestling world just being very entangled and, and very much a part of, uh, the, the modern pop culture, with uh, celebrities coming in and out. Uh, it used to not be the case. It used to be a very isolated uh, spectacle and uh, event. And it was its own world. And it was kind of, uh, wrestling was the oddball. And it was the, it, it still kind of is, but wrestling was a very niche thing to be into. And Andy Kaufman was the, the first person to change that. And he is uh, there's a great um, uh, Tales of the Territories. There's a YouTube series, uh, or I think it's maybe it's any series. Um, it's on YouTube. And they go into what Andy, who was a comedian, actor, um, he would describe himself as a song and dance man. But, you know, he initially, uh, when he wanted to get into wrestling, he asked Vince McMahon Sr., who didn't see the appeal of a celebrity like Andy being involved in wrestling. So he went to Memphis and Jerry Jarrett and Jerry, the King Lawler saw something of some potential in him, And he became the first modern heel in wrestling. Uh, this outsider who comes in is loud mouth, is a prick, a kind of a punk, overconfident. Sound familiar? <laughs> Logan Paul. And, and he set this, uh, this precedent for the uh, outsider heel that we're still using to this day. And then not only that, he also created what was voted as one of the top 50 television moments in the history of television, which was he called up Jerry, the King Lawler one night and said, Hey, can you be on Letterman this week with me? And he brought wrestling on the primetime television and he brought a wrestler outside of the ring and in front of a camera for the first time in its history. And obviously got slapped on live on TV and the rest is history. Ever since then, then we had Mr. T at WrestleMania. We have Logan Paul today. 
We've had Ronda Rousey come in, Brock Lesnar, all these people, Kurt Angle. It's all because of Andy Kaufman, and that's why he this, this has been long overdue for him to go in there. I highly recommend that tale of territories to get a chance to watch it. Wow. I Sorry for the history homework. lesson. I have got some homework. <laughs> I've got some homework to do. That sounds great. Sorry for the history lesson, but just very, I've always been really passionate about him and really cool to see him come in. Um, well, uh, with that said, do you got anything more to add to uh, this week's episode? I think that's it. I'm looking forward to Raw and Mania and uh, reviewing and previewing the same with you. Yeah. And previous pay-per-views, uh, we've kind of here at WrestleFania, we've kind of tried to do a review of Raw and SmackDown and then a separate WrestleMania preview or pay-per-view preview. Uh, we'll try to do one episode this week. Do you think that's probably fair? Yeah, so we'd kind of smash it all together. Try to get um, it out on Saturday morning? Yeah. Because, I mean, most of the review will actually be a preview in a roundabout way. So Yeah, that's absolutely right. It, um, yeah, we, we've learned a little bit. <laughs> Not much, but a little bit. Uh, so, so we'll look to look for that to be out on Saturday, uh, prior to Wrestle WrestleMania. Um, uh, you know, maybe you can play that while you're getting your hot wings ready or your pizza ordered and uh, getting your setup. What's, what's your WrestleMania setup going to look like, Chris? I am kind of going through that right now. Um, I'm not quite sure. I'd, I'd like to be able to figure. If any of our three listeners out there knows how the Dirty Frenchman and I can stream the show <laughs> together remotely oh, without, be having to, without having to FaceTime, <laughs> because I hear half of my volume and half of his volume, half of his is delayed. It's really difficult. If anyone knows how to do that, that would be great. So however that could be my setup is, is what I'll take. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, uh, I'm sitting here. I got a total wine delivery. Uh, of nine bottles and two boxed <laughs> wines. That would get there night uh, one. What? And uh, <laughs> I think I'll be I think I'll be uh, kicking it on my on my love stack couch. That's not dirty. That's a brand. Uh, hanging out on my on my big screen TV by myself. Um, and as I've probably annoyed the listeners with at this point, I will be holding my brand new son in my arms as he watches WrestleMania, which may sound insignificant, but I am thrilled to do. What about you, Tony? Well, What's your setup? I can tell you that me and the other two listeners are so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you feel all of our love when we say that. <laughs> um, for me, it's going to be uh, probably a pizza from Geo's Pizza down here in Nashville. It's going to be some some wings for sure. It's going to be a couple bottles of wine. What? <laughs> Got a, a couple bush lights to stay hydrated. What? And got to have the water. <laughs> and it's going to be me and my puppy dog watching the, with the, and the girlfriend, I think as well. She said she wants to watch and now I'm going to hold her to it and uh, <laughs> not allow yeah. her to do anything else. I think, um, our, I think our respective uh, girlfriend and wife, uh, should probably give their very quick WrestleMania picks too. And I bet they'll probably be better than us. Oh, we'll get them on. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> we'll do that. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. So anyway, um, everyone have a good week. Uh, hopefully we get some good shows and we'll talk to you then. Hey, to our one follower. I love you. <laughs>
<laughs> Nothing but love, baby. <laughs> See you, buddy. Bye-bye. See ya.